0: And we should be. Oh, I am on, on your channel. channel. <laughs> yeah. All right, I was wondering why why there wasn't a lot of people here. As in zero? <laughs> no, no. do not even no. let me
1: log in. I try to log in, and it takes me out of the chat, out of the uh, stream.
0: Yeah, I I think uh, you should. Uh, I should. We should be live on my channel now.
1: I hate it when that happens.
0: No, it's because of virtue of like, man, I'm just gonna send everyone over to my channel. Yeah. But, but we are live now, so it's all good. It's all good. Uh, we were live on Facebook and Twitch and a bunch of other places.
1: All right, guys. Well, thanks for everything. It was great. Awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I have so many questions for you. First, how did you get into YouTube? Me? Yes.
1: Just like everybody else, just uh, screwing around. We used to do, um, gosh, you know, wow, well, I've been doing this 13 years. So uh, 13 years ago. You know, you'd hang out on the discussion forums, and when everybody got a new gun, they would post a little write up about their new gun. And then there's this new thing called YouTube, and, and I shot a little, you know, a couple little videos about the gun and posted a link to that instead of doing a, you know, typed out review or if you could call it a review. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And being obsessive compulsive, it just became when I saw it start to grow, then I started to do more and more videos, and then it got completely out of hand. <laughs>
0: Oh, and, wow. And, and now you're a YouTuber for uh, a living. That's awesome. That is. Yeah.
2: Yep. It's so interesting. Is the, sorry. Is the revenue like YouTube or is it more uh sponsorship? It used
1: to be YouTube. YouTube used to do really, really good for us until they demonetized about mm-hmm. gosh, it's been three or four years ago now, whenever I went to Patreon. So Patreon's my primary source of income now. Oh, well. So before that, um, I mean gosh when I had a third of the followers I, I made more on YouTube than I make on oh, patreon yeah. now and then YouTube took it used to be a this big deal if you got accepted into the partnership program right you had to apply for to be invited to it they would mm-hmm. review your content make sure it was professional and all this other stuff and then you know it's like this big hooray you got in and you got ads and then they opened the floodgates to everybody with a silly cat video and um, they started running Chevy commercials on beheading videos and things like that and it just it it just went to trash really fast. <laughs> and then they clamped down on gun content. So so we became the unwanted stepchild. And, uh, and it just happened again. Um, just just in the last day or two. I know uh-huh. Brandon Herrera put out a video about it. I post on Instagram about it. I'm gonna look it up here real quick. But um, you know, YouTube just came out with some new arbitrary rules. I, I was fighting with them over monetization not two days ago. And I said, Look, I'm meeting your your guidelines. Why are you not monetizing me?" And they just released new updates. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this verbatim. This is like pigeon English. This is coming from YouTube, right? So if you fall into this category, you can monetize non and semi-automatic and unmodified guns shown in a safe environment like shooting range or a clear open area, not to endanger bystanders or property owned by others, firearm and paintball gun assembly, disassembly for repair and maintenance. Okay. So I think what they're trying to say is no semi-automatics, okay? And then if you go down, if your content meets this, content shows gun creation or modification, is, including assembly and disassembly in the content, uh, promotes gun makers or sellers. So if you say, I got this gun from Ruger, or I bought this from Atlantic Firearms, you're promoting a gun retailer, so you can't do that. Or if you, or if you shoot a firearm that has um, a 30-round magazine in it. So... If you have a semi-automatic, you can't monetize. If you have a bolt action with a 30-round magazine, you can't monetize. It's it just it, – it's silly. So, yeah, no, there's – if you want to – and it's not just Guntube. Uh, you know, YouTube is just destroying its creators all across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, gaming channels deal with it. Um, you know, knife channels, anything. Anything that's controversial to them in the slightest that um, – they might get flack from their advertisers for they, they just basically kick us to the curb. Uh,
2: so yeah, I'm working on an upgrade for the Ruger P 50. That looks interesting. P 200. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, they are going more towards like the NBCs and the CBSs. Mm-hmm. And the, well, you know, offices.
1: well, think about it. They, they literally do billions of streams and that isn't cheap, Right. So they need those advertisers. And where they really, where they really dropped the ball was making the partnership program go away and just opening up every single video, no matter how short or how silly or how unprofessional and putting monetization to that because that took money away from the creators that were doing it for a living that had been doing it for years that built that platform and got them their audience. So that's that was the first mistake they made, and that that was that would be the end of you know monetization on YouTube. But I think the direction they're going is more like Netflix. You'll notice they have YouTube TV. You can rent movies on YouTube now. They're picking right. creators that they like that produce content they find to be you know politically acceptable, and then YouTube is funding them, paying them, sponsoring them, you know, propping them up, and then the rest of us eventually. You know, we're dead weight when they can't run ads against our videos and we're doing billions of streams. They're just going to kick us out. And that's in the that's in the terms of service. Now,
2: yeah. if,
1: if they don't feel they can monetize you effectively, they'll they'll you'll, they'll yank Ooh. your plug.
2: Dang, yeah. you I needed that sixty dollars a month.
3: Yeah, sixty. I don't get anything from them.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's even worse. They'll run. You can
1: turn off monetization completely on your channel. Uh, um, Carl did this over at. Um, at in range TV and they still run ads on his videos. They just don't yes. pay him. They mm-hmm. run ads on our content. They just don't pay us. So we're monetizable. They just don't wanna give us our cut. I mean, it's a huge class action lawsuit, but they have a you know a building full of attorneys out there that, that would just smack anybody down. It's if you're going up against Goliath.
2: Yeah, so. I, I know Carlin Kaepernick uh, is uh, gonna be doing a video about us being slaves. I saw oh. that ad that was painful to watch. <laughs> Can I apply? Can I, <laughs> I know I'm too old I'll, and too unskilled, but I, I'll I'll take that deal.
1: I think my I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to become an illegal alien and come back across the border and get my half a million bucks.
0: Yeah. All I saw that. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, the in IG, I, I I don't know if Johnny V posted this in IG, but it was like illegal alien couple shopping for a home, four hundred fifty grand budget. Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, our uh, you know president did say that it was garbage, but then again, he doesn't know where he's at, and you know, so we'll see. Yeah,
0: just be like two you and call him the former vice president. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you won't call him president Biden. Did you see <laughs> where he fell asleep?
1: Oh yes. Well, I okay. I, this is totally inappropriate. I get this, and I, I I try to keep things clean. But I'm not going to cuss. But the story about him messing his pants before meeting the Pope, the memes have been absolutely hysterical.
2: Yeah. Um, you, you could just say sharding.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's a little bit more than that. It was I think, yeah. But anyway, so like wow. I feel sorry for him. At this point it's senior abuse.
2: They're just propping I, uh, him up. That's I said that yesterday. I, I said Jill Biden wanted to be president of first lady, and this is elder abuse, what she's doing.
0: Oh oh by the way, I got I got Hunter Biden's forty four seventy three. I forgot to tell you that, Rich.
2: <laughs> did you really? That's epic.
0: Here's Hunter yeah, Biden's yeah. laptop drive. No, I, well, that yeah. was one on there. I got it from somewhere else, but I was no. I'm trying to tie everything together around the store, and I needed the 4473, so I got it.
1: So the question is then, if if you have the 4473, what did he check for his drug
0: use? He, he checked you if not under the – he wasn't a, an unlawful user of drugs.
1: So all those pictures of him with crack and hookers <laughs> that are on his laptop that are now out there, isn't that like illegal? Well, that, thats I what mean, I'm for trying. the plebes. I mean, not for not for presidents and their sons. It may well, but for yeah. people like
0: us. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, trying to tie in one of those pictures by looking at metadata to within one year of the 4473, and then I can prove that he committed a felony.
1: Hmm. nothing will happen they'll hold a congressional no. hearing which means nothing and then it'll just ball blow over they get we'll away with of anything
0: views,
1: yeah it'll be good it'll be good i mean yeah. it, i i would right. do it i think it's hysterical man i'm glad you got that 4473, and you know because geez
0: yeah, what a mess so, yeah i mean it, it really is um the whole whole entire damn thing is a mess um, so
2: well they, they dragged uh, Donald Trump Jr. threw the Trump mud because he had a meeting that was set up by the Clinton organization with some Russians, and he thought it was about adoption, but they made it into this whole scam, and he's going to go to jail forever, and, and I'm sure that cost him money with lawyers. Meanwhile, Hunter just gets off scot-free. This, this is just
0: crazy. Well, He hey, was meeting with the Chinese. But that's the ruling class, man.
1: It's, it, the rules only apply to us. Yeah. I mean if we if we lie on the four four seven three four and we go to prison, if you're the son of the president, you uh you know sit on the board of some Chinese company, get paid a billion dollars a year.
2: And And, and and talk about how you're not gonna pay taxes on it. Like was it Burisma? John was saying there's communications between him and the other officers yeah. at Burisma saying you need to pay taxes on this.
0: Yeah, I got that. Uh, they, they were telling him, "Hey, you didn't." It was it was an accountant from there saying, "Hey, you didn't pay taxes on four, on a four hundred thousand dollar bonus. You need to do that." This is uh, it was already it was like from a couple of years ago you guys just don't understand
3: when you sit around and do drugs with the future president of the United States, it's okay. You uh, know, he does crack He smokes crack and old pop, you know, pops doing his Alzheimer's medicine.
1: So uh, a comment from bill says, I thought crack died in the nineties. You're telling me people still smoke crack. <laughs> well, if you, did you, sure. did you see the comments that were in the, some of the emails from his laptop about, um, about him Hanging out with low quality hookers and doing drugs, yeah. I, I thought mean, that was epic. So, I mean, it only stands to reason that he had used crack from the 90s. I mean, he's yeah. kind of an 80s child, I guess, and you know, he, he does oh. what's comfortable.
3: He's probably got a Mac. Was the 4473 for a Mac 10 Tech 9? <laughs> Tech, nine. Tech, nine.
0: <laughs> Tech 9, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he has money, so it was a KG 9,
0: yeah, yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's it's really ridiculous that he gets away with all this stuff, though.
1: It, these politicians get away with it on both sides of the aisle. I wish yep. I could say it were yeah. just the Democrats, but they all do it. it it's, yeah, it's they, all they, they can. You know, it, it's it's just <clears throat> it's a whole mess.
2: Well, unless you're she- Trump. So,
0: Cheryl Atkins wrote a <laughs> yeah. good book about um, politicians getting away, and she went after everyone on the Democrat side, and plus like Mitch McConnell and stuff like that. It was a really good book.
1: You know, when a he, funny nickname for him, I heard. I was I was on a discussion forum, and they kept referring to the cocaine turtle, and I didn't know who they were talking about. <laughs> and, then it, and then somebody tied it to McConnell, and I, I couldn't stop laughing.
2: <laughs> they they called no, him the no, cocaine I, turtle.
0: Dude, he definitely does look like a turtle. I've never noticed that.
2: Yeah, yeah. we we either <laughs> you know, say
0: turtle or cabbage patch dog. You know what he reminds me of? Uh, remember... Saturday Night Live, uh Dana Carvey used to do the turtle character.
1: I yeah, I vaguely. I I quit watching Saturday Night Live when when uh you know the original crew kind of started dropping off. Like Belushi and Mm -hmm. yeah, Belushi, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, those guys were epic running watching his old reruns. But I I guess I stayed I, I stuck around. Eddie Murphy was on and and uh you know what I actually used to watch it when um yeah, Dana Carvey and and uh, gosh, why can't I think of his name?
0: Chris Farley. Or something. Mm-hmm.
1: That was kind of the end of it for me.
0: Yeah, so I guess that's the '90s. Chris Farley was hilarious.
1: Oh my gosh, that dude could just make you laugh standing there.
0: Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he definitely could, man. He was hilarious. I just uh, wish he didn't die. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, there we go. With the, I think that was a cocaine thing again.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah, he was uh, really big on drugs and into drugs.
2: Yeah, I think it, it seems like people that are funny have some hurt in them that needs fixing and that's their way of coping with it and that's why they're excessively funny and we all find them amusing. But I, I, yeah. I don't want to go too dark. Tim, I got a question about the Sig P365. Okay. Do you still carry one?
1: I'd show you, but YouTube would stop the stream. So yes, yep. I have one on me right now.
0: I, I know what he's gonna say. I always teach Rich. I always tell him it's a woman's gun.
1: <laughs> well that that was one thing. <laughs> but Mine has so, an aluminum lower. I have an Icarus Icarus oh, cool. uh, aluminum lower on mine. It All it right. looks pretty sharp. I I don't I can't throw up a picture here. You know what? Maybe I can find a picture on my phone because I can't show you one in my right? actual hand, but I can show you a picture.
0: Do you got it on yeah, your Instagram? I-
3: if you're holding the phone and you show a picture on the phone, isn't that the same thing as?
0: Holding?
1: Well, we're about to find it's out. It's holding like yeah. proxy.
3: Don't hold there the phone go. like like this.
1: Yeah, I won't right. hold it, it like okay. this, right? Yeah. So this is this is the Icarus. Uh, can I see it? Yeah, yep. I can see it. That's yeah. a nice yeah.
0: frame. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, it adds a little bit of weight. I, I told. Uh, I told the guys that, you know, I I imagine this year in 2022, SIG will do an aluminum frame version of that like they did the P320 because I love the AXGs. That really changed the dynamic of that handgun.
2: So, Tim, when you're doing all these reviews with the 320, and I I laud you for, I I guess maybe like you said, you're a little obsessive about it and and you did a great job with that. Did SIG ever, anybody ever contact you from SIG and say, hey, you know, anybody ever?
1: handful of conversations with sig and none of them were pleasant um they (laughs) every time i show because look the p365 was actually very forward thinking and that's one thing that sig Uh does an amazing job of and people kept Mm -hmm. saying you're an idiot why do you keep buying these guns i said because sig doesn't they they can continuously do rolling changes which which isn't uncommon in the industry but Uh they'll make significant changes and yet not increment the nomenclature of the firearm so if you take a look at an early mcx compared to a modern day vertus they're two different guns the parts aren't even interchangeable the barrels and gas systems are different and so but they don't they don't call it an a1 a2 or anything like that well gotcha i kept i kept buying the p365s because the early ones had horrible problems with springs breaking striker uh, tips breaking off all that stuff and they kept downplaying it, like, oh, we've only had 10 guns come back. I, I I laughed one time. Century Arms told me. We've only had, like, 10 AKs come back with problems. It's just way overblown. But anyway, so, they, you know, it's like, oh, we've just had these two come back. It's There's nothing to see here. But I can show you at least five different striker designs in the course of a two-year span. And now if, you, if you pick up a P365 today, it's going to be reliable. You're going to have zero striker drag, and, and uh-huh. the guns aren't, aren't going to break. But it, it took – Honest people holding their feet to the fire that had something of an audience to bring, to cast light on all those problems because the gun magazines, you know, they'll take the $30,000 for their full page color ad and say, this thing's the best thing since slight spread. And Array Magazine said, this is the gun of the year. (coughs) And it it was a piece of junk, but it had so much potential. And thanks to those rolling changes, it's now a great gun.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan. I, I think it's great. My wife, uh, as much of a workout fanatic she is, she just doesn't have the grip strength to to rack mm-hmm. most slides, and she can on the 365. So, good good gun for her. Yeah, well, I think they're great guns for everything. I think that whole I did a whole
1: video is the Glock 19 obsolete, talking about you know guns like the P365 XL and and now the Shield Plus and the Max 9 from Ruger. We mm-hmm. have this, and, and the Deltas, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the uh, A-Rex Deltas. We have this whole new generation of guns that's smaller than the Glock 19, holds the same number of rounds. And so it's smaller, thinner, lighter, but holds has the same capacity. You can put red dots on them. And I do think that guns like the P365 and the XL are the future because there's no reason to carry around a big 2 by 4 in your pants when you can get smaller and lighter and make it easier to hide. Excuse me. So... You know, of course, I caught a lot of flack and people were talking about split times and things like that. That's awesome. Split That's times split, are, are great when you're in a competition, but in a gunfight, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be sitting there going, pop, 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 pop. Uh, yep, my split time sucked on that one. Um, you know, it's it, to me, it's it's the chances of me actually having to use my defensive arm and in self-defense in the course of my life is like 0. .0001%. So while I'm yeah. carrying it, I want it to be small, lightweight, unobtrusive. I have the gun on. Until you guys brought it up, I forgot it was even there. It's it's being carried uh-huh. appendix right now. So, you know, when I used to carry full-size handguns, I always knew they were there because they're either tugging at my belt or poking me in the nether regions because of the uh, the appendix carry. The new, you know, smaller handguns just don't. They're amazingly comfortable and easy to carry.
0: Oh, I I, I meant to open up a picture of a 365, and I accidentally opened up Hunter Biden's hard drive.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that could be a problem. <laughs> That's awesome you have that for a reason. Oh, yeah. I Look at that.
0: Yeah, I just wanna throw it out there in case um something Can happens or something yeah, a <laughs> black bag one night. <laughs> oh man. Well all they have to do is come down the street. Yeah, I live close enough. Take yeah, you, take you to the CIA house. Yeah, it's a safe yeah, house uh,
2: around the corner from you. I, mm-hmm. I do
0: I, I don't I don't know if it's CIA safe house, but I'm pretty sure it's some type of safe house. I took, Rich, the house around the street from me where they built a secondary road out.
2: Do you know how to tell when there's a CIA safe house in your neighborhood? When there's no mailbox, nobody goes in or out the gate, and about every six feet it says no trespassing, video surveillance, no trespassing, video – it's very incognito.
0: The the, the camera's up in the trees. (laughs) And everybody
2: goes in, wears nice suits and sunglasses.
0: No, no one goes in. No one comes out.
2: Not that road, no.
0: Oh, <laughs> they, they they built a they built a private road going out to one of the other roads.
3: What you got to worry about is if you see people coming going in, but nobody coming
0: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took, I took I told Rich about it. Rich was like, oh, it can't be that obvious." So I took a little around be. there, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I'll come up. We'll find out. I'll jump
3: the fence and just start oh, going gosh. like this. <laughs>
0: Huh. Waving my STG around. <laughs> okay, that's probably not a good idea. Hey, uh funny thing. I was in Vegas about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, I guess. And I was sitting around with uh, Jeremy Debman who owns X- X-Tech, with the X-Tech guys. And one of the guys was scrolling through videos on his phone. He's like, oh, my God, you got to see this. And he threw it up on the TV. Um, and... Cause we run this like Airbnb and it was you trying to break an X-Tech mag and Jeremy Deadman was like, I owe Tim a rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, I remember beating on those magazines. And finally, I think I had to, to break one, I had to smash it like with bricks and huge stumps. Couldn't get the thing to break. The creation magazines split right away. All yeah. I had to do was drop them loaded and they split. Oh,
0: Yeah. I mean, I like X-Tech mags are He's a friend of mine, but they're expensive, but they're indestructible.
1: It. Yeah. For a polymer magazine, you're not going to break them. I, I just, I wanted to do that test because um, <clears throat> the creation mags being pushed really hard. And I remember reading a, either an online article or imprint article on recoil. And Ian had gone over to the factory and they were talking about, you know, all the high quality polymers and all the stuff that goes into the making of the magazine. I'm like, these things sound amazing. So I loaded one up with full thirty and just dropped it on a steel plate from chest height and just broke. I'm like, okay, so this is garbage.
2: And so I made was the whole video. Was it sub-zero temperatures or uh, what are we talking here?
1: No, I mean an average Indiana day, probably you know anywhere between sixty to seventy-five degrees.
0: Wow. Nope.
1: So yeah, I was not impressed with them to say the least.
0: Yeah. How do you come up with your ideas for your videos?
1: Oh, just whatever hits us for that day. Um, we have. You know a whole bunch of different guns were always shooting and stuff like you know what it's time we make a video about this one um but yeah i mean literally we it, it, you know people think that you storyboard stuff or read from scripts it's it's all off the top of the head uh, i've i've started using a little bit of a whiteboard when we're talking about ballistics and things where it's easy to get numbers you know confused i'm dyslexic and i'm not just saying that i truly am i will invert numbers. So. Um, yeah, that's everything we do is just kind of like, okay, this week let's uh, grab this, this, and this. We we should be doing videos on those, you know, we've shot them enough or whatever. But um, yeah, and then we just go out and start filming. People think it takes like 15 minutes to make a video when we're out there for five hours it's just to <laughs> get a 15-20 minute video. So yeah, a lot of bloopers.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: but a woman like, hunter sitting around smoking crack. You know,
1: <laughs> what yeah. should we do, dude? Yeah, with our low-quality hookers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The life of a YouTuber.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not only a YouTuber. uh, You own Copper Customs, of course, but you also are a federal plaintiff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm a partner in Copper. I'm a minority partner, Um, so I don't like work there, draw a paycheck from it or anything. Uh, I just go up there. I do transfers through it. It's just handy for me to be a, a responsible party on an FFL when I deal with so many different firearms. Um, You know, I don't want to get pinched for dealing without a license. But um, yeah, so then the the lawsuit is obviously the bump stock lawsuit. Uh, Oral arguments were just heard, gosh, a little over a week ago. I know, John, you keep up on this stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: um, I I talked to the lawyer. Um, What what, I call him? Rob, 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 Rob. No, I talk to Rob like every day. I call him the chicken farmer.
1: Yeah, Rob's a great dude. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a great lawyer. And he always he he's so hard on himself. And I'm like, dude, you, you're, you do amazing. And if you think about how far the GOA has taken that lawsuit, given how many other organizations have tried and failed, um, you know, the fact that we got, they were very, very selective. And, you know, they chose the Sixth Circuit for a reason. That's because mm-hmm. of, you know, the number of Bush and Trump appointees on that particular court. And so I happened to fall within that jurisdiction, so I was more than eager to be on that lawsuit. But then again, you know, I'm sure everybody in the ATF knows who I am, and you know, I, I know people in the Bloomberg, Bloomberg organization know who I am, and all that. But um, anyway, so uh, you know, they 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 did a really good job picking the the, the jurisdiction. Uh, We went hurt the the original hearing. Obviously, they decided in our favor. They decided that bump stocks were not machine guns they didn't meet the statutory definition. Government, of course, filed for an en blanc review, which means the entire court hears it. That's just what we went through. And it doesn't matter if we win or lose. Uh, If we win, uh, the the government's going to take it to the SCOTUS. If we lose, we're taking it to the SCOTUS and yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what they decide on the court case that's before them now with regards to New York's may issue versus mm-hmm. shall issue it's going to yeah. give us a pretty good indication where our case will fall
0: yeah th- th- that that will give us a ind- good indication but i mean i don't know if i don't know if they will uh take it to the supreme court if they lose i think they might pull a ren versus dc where they're like we don't want to take the, we don't want to take it there because we might lose
1: Right. Well, I mean, um, in that case, if that happens and it's, it's a win for us. And, and I think people are slowly starting to come around to the realization that this has never been about the bump stock. No. In my opinion, no. the bump stock shouldn't exist because the NFA is criminal and is wildly yep. against the second amendment. What it, what it's about is the ATF deciding <laughs> arbitrarily one day just to completely mm-hmm. redefine something and, and literally make a law out of whole cloth. It's not their job. They yep. did a complete end run around Congress. And, and that is our argument, and it gets down to the very essence of Chevron deference. And and I don't want to get into that legalese because that's a completely legal discussion. John, I know you're well-versed in that. Um, yeah, but really, this could be the case. Everybody's channel. so scared. What's that?
0: They got plenty of videos on Chevron deference. yeah, oh, okay. the videos and articles. If you go to John Krupp News, there's plenty of videos on it. it.
1: It's interesting to read about because, I mean, basically, in a nutshell, what it means is um, the government's given these agencies, ATF, FBI, EPA, FAA, all these organizations, wide breadth to just basically make up and read a, you know, read a law and interpret it however they want, even when that interpretation is in clear violation of the law. There's nothing to hold them accountable except lawsuits. And so this whole issue of Chevron deference, if, if the Supreme Court or Circuit Court ruling stands that says Chevron deference is no longer accepted or they're going to put you know, some sort of constraints on it that could unravel so many things. It would cause the government, a big problem because well, go ahead.
0: One, one of the things that I, that I, I don't like about Chevron deference and one of the, one of the key arguments that uh, Rob has um, is that Chevron deference has never ever been applied to a criminal statute. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's where the ATF
1: went way off the edge, and that's what our case is predicated on. It's never been about bump stocks. It's about what the ATF is doing and abusing power.
0: And if, and if GOA wins this case, that throws a huge monkey wrench into the proposed regulations. Yep. Well, but see, keep, keep it in mind.
1: So let's say that we win, and ATF gets put back in its box in theory they can still go ahead and redefine what a firearm is and make an AR-15, 14 different parts, in an AR-15 be a firearm. They can still go ahead and say, well, we decided now after four rulings that braces weren't stocks, now we're going to say they are stocks. They can still go ahead and do that. We're still going to have to fight them in court because even though that we're, we're fighting them on one front and we, we win and they're told they can't do that anymore, they've already demonstrated they're just going to go ahead and break the law anyway, and then we're going to have to sue them again.
2: Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. It,
1: it's just this, you know. At, at some point, there has to be some sort of accountability, and some somebody, some organization that that stops these agencies from continuing to violate the law.
0: But you know, yeah, I don't we know. Definitely will. Armament and Axis says, "Hello there, John Crump, alive, Rich the Hoff, and Tim, aka Mac."
1: Um, I know Armin Nexus.
0: Yeah, thank you for the super chat. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, he's been on my show like once, and he keeps on saying he's coming on, but then he just like blows me off. Um. <laughs> also, the the arms man says Mac is thank the you, only man. channel that that he watches because you break stuff, which is true. Um, thank uh, you. One thing that I want to ask you: mm. your name is Tim, but everyone calls you Mac.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it started off Military Arms Channel, that's a mouthful, and I started putting Mac on all my little, you know, icons for all the videos, and then people just started calling me Mac, I would, you know, I've walked off an airplane and just hear somebody yell, Mac, because Tim or whatever doesn't register. And, and you know, it's, it's funny, so when people come into the shop when I'm there, it's Mac, and I, I you know, to me, it's just like a nickname now, so I just kind of roll with it. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. complain because I think Mac's cooler than Tim.
0: Aegis Gun Care says, uh, Great show, gent. Thank you, Aegis. Oh, cool. Yeah, Mac Tim. <laughs> it's a Mac Tim. <laughs> oh, Hoffman, you got to get a work on work on that said. gun. <laughs> okay. That deserves a patch, Mac Tim. <laughs> Is uh Yeah, is uh Toxic Patchco out there. I, I handle all these guys mm-hmm. with, with all the patches and stuff. So all the patches <laughs> come through Toxic Patchco and touch me a great oh, deal. Cool. Yeah. So I was always wondering that because I hear so many people call you Mac. And I'm like, uh, and honestly, the first time I saw you, I thought your name was Mac.
1: That's okay. Because <laughs> I respond to it. You know, everybody, for a long time, nicknames were cool. And still to this day, you know, in, 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 um, you know, like culturally there, there's nicknames that are used throughout Hollywood and, you know, in the rap culture and stuff like that. And then I think it's just kind of normal. I it, it doesn't seem weird to me anymore because so many people just have assumed names. And honestly, I wish I just would have went by Mac beforehand instead of using my real name because, you know, it's, it's just nutty when people, you know, have your, Full name, <laughs> and that all fell apart when I got asked to write for Guns and Ammo. I wrote a couple articles, and that's how the name got out there. They wouldn't let me sign it with you know a pen name, so I said, oh, "Okay, that's fine. Nobody will read it." Wrong.
3: <laughs> Surprise.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I come from the writing world, so I was using my real name before I got did this YouTube thing. But I was talking to someone, and they were like, "Did you see that video that Mac from Military Arms Channel did?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like so a double like, Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like what?
3: <laughs> I tried to submit an article once, and they told me they don't accept articles in Cran. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> they're. I guess they're doing surprisingly well. I, I still have friends, a lot of friends in that realm, and and you know, print magazines are holding up surprisingly against um, you know websites and videos and stuff like that. Their their sales are holding true, so
0: it's pretty interesting. It's good. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it hap- A lot of it is the digi- the digitalization of the magazines. Cause if you mm-hmm. go buy like Recoil or Guns and Ammo, like I have a subscription to Guns and Ammo and all that, but I get the digital copy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't get a paper copy, and I just keep it on my tablet because I travel a lot, so I can just. So yeah, for the most
2: negative. part, it, it's it's funny. I I grew up like riding Long Island Railroad into New York City, and you have the people with the New York Times, and you, <laughs> you know there, there was a special way to fold it so you didn't have it out, you know, that big. That doesn't and, happen anymore. Yeah, for the most part, no. You know, everybody, you know, they got they have their phone, and you know, they're doing this. And... Yep, the world changes. Oh yeah, yeah, in, in ways you never expect.
3: You used to be able to. Make machine guns and sell them to individuals. And
0: what in are That you know, yep. with the Hoff, everything comes back to machine guns. Yes, it's well, it's that might be his business. <laughs> 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 you know, he's going in. He's I, going I, in I feel
3: show. like I should do, you know, one of those uh slime ball car ads, except for machine guns, right now. You know, come on down to Hoff's machine guns and get a machine gun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh he got he went to chemo and they and they gave him the pump and he's looking at the pump and they're like, Do you want to explain that to you? And he's like, No, I'm just trying to figure out how to make it shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Six hundred <a laughs> rounds per minute. <clears throat> no more pump for me. Yeah, you want ring the
1: bell.
3: Yep. Got my got to ring my bell and I just wish that video had done better. It Dude, just kinda uh, pooped. Um, I was I hoping sure you know i shared that video out everywhere i think yeah, it's everybody shared it and i think it's got you know it's not doing bad for me it's got a thousand views but i was hoping you know hey let's go for 5 million views i want
1: everybody to see that thing
0: uh, i don't know have have you seen the video tim yeah, yeah we well, yeah, shared I, it
1: i shared it uh, you know, oh, I, I saw something interesting in the news that they now have a blood test that the Mayo Clinic developed that can detect fifty different types of cancer early stage and pinpoint it within your body. It costs yeah. like a thousand bucks to have the test Ooh. done, but you can do it. You know, every year, and unfortunately, insurance doesn't cover it. But I'm sure that'll mm-hmm. change. Yeah, but, um, they'll get that
3: where it'll. Yeah. Right early detection is key.
0: key. Yeah, right now it's it's uh, still experimental. Um, yeah. And one of the things that it does detect is pancreatic cancer, which is like the hardest thing to detect. My uh, mm-hmm. my dad's suffering from pancreatic cancer right now, and uh, it doesn't really show up until like it's in the final stages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that test actually um, will show it up early, so it that that test is going going to save a lot of lives.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. and it'd be smart for the insurance companies, you know. God, my this whole fiasco this year has been close to three quarters of a million dollars. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it's awful smart for the insurance companies to say, yeah, let's pay a thousand dollars a year for this person instead of, you know, three quarters of a million dollars. For sure.
2: Yeah. I, then but if I thought Obama fixed that. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, if they can catch it early enough, they can probably go in with some targeted treatment, and never, yeah. they don't even have to make an incision. They can just, yeah, you know, fire right. a beam of radiation or kill that section, and you're done before it even metastasizes. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, they figure out a cure. I mean, it affects every—it's touched everybody watching this oh, video. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh uh,
0: yeah. I, I don't know. My niece, uh, she had brain cancer, and she passed away last February.
1: And that's supposed to be rare. I just, um, yeah, I just it got is. an email. That, that um, uh, some folks that I'm friends with up north, um, a police officer, Marine father, just was di- you know, diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. I lost oh. a friend, a close friend here to brain cancer. And I keep thinking this is supposed to be rare. Yet I, I hear about it all the time.
3: And I've talked to the nurses in the uh, infusion room while I was getting my chemo. And now I get the maintenance doses. And they said, no, cancer is way up. The last couple of years it's gone way up. You know, the, the number of cases. And they said we you know, we don't know why, but yeah, it's cancer is skyrocketing.
0: Huh. Then, uh, like a lot of they did they've done studies on on food because you know, all the preservatives and that didn't turn up anything. They've done like environmental studies and that didn't turn up anything. They just don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a, uh, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, 82Q KFTW for the winds as his stepmom died of brain cancer. Sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Very sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rich and uh, his and his wife they both lost their moms to cancer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's a, uh, it's not. Thanks for bringing us down, Hoff.
3: Yeah. You're well, welcome. Who invited you on anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about guns. Just let me know when I can help.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, is there Hi. any guns that you don't have that you want? Who? Yeah, you, uh, you Mac. Oh, dude. Just <laughs> yep.
1: the list is yeah. I mean, I wish people say why don't you get into black powder? It's like cuz I can't afford the guns that I want that just go back to World War 1. So, mm-hmm. um there I mean, just World War 2 if you're, you know, I don't there, there are different types of collectors, right? My entire life, I've just wanted one example, good example of each type of firearm, right? I don't need 50 Lugers. I'm happy with a Luger, you know? And, but then you have other people that fixate their entire life. I want every 1911, every proof mark, every combination, you know? And that's all they do for their entire life is buy 1911s or M1 Garands or whatever. So I've, I've tried to diversify because I'm interested in how they all work. I, I It's just interesting to me how different people have come up with different solutions for the same problem, right? Yeah, how, uh-huh, how to make uh-huh. a gun load itself, how to propel a bullet down a barrel more effectively, uh, how to make it shoot faster, how to load faster. And so I'm only, I'm just touching on world war one. I'm still not even done with world war two, but the prices of some of these collectibles have gotten so high. Like I'd love to have Roshart, but There's no way I could afford one. I'd have to sell my house.
3: So the prices have gone crazy.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's just, I'm kind of where I'm at at this point. And Honestly, I'm kind of sticking with, with new stuff. So it's just every once in a while, if I can find a deal on, you know, I, I, when we travel, we go to pawn shops and stuff like that. And believe it or not, you can still find um, gun shops out there that aren't on the internet that don't know what the current market value is for stuff. And they sell stuff for like 1990s prices. I went into a, a little gun shop last year. No, I guess it was earlier this year. Really? And uh, there was a Polytech legend underfolder on the wall for $799. Wow. And I grabbed it, took it to the counter and they said, "Oh, you know, I, I'll knock 10 bucks off." I'm like, "No, don't. Charge me full price." <laughs> I'm like, well, "This is a great deal anyway." I said, "Are you making money on this?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm making great money on it." I'm like, "Okay." So apparently somebody wow. sold it to him for $300 and he sold it for seven, and he's happy and I got a Polytech legend underfolder, you know. So um yeah. So, I mean, you can still find that stuff out there.
2: Oh, not, but. so pre-pandemic, the pawn shop by me in West Palm Beach, I went, you know, I'm just kind of browsing. They had a couple of nagants and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, and they wanted a freaking phone number for this stuff. You know, what I, what I would consider it, it. So three years ago, I was thinking anything above 250 for most nagant is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. And
2: you know they are wanting like 300 375. I'm like you guys are out of your minds. And you know I I did an FFL transfer with them. And I'm like, "Oh, hey, I need a case. Do you have a case?" And they had a Flambeau case for more than what you would buy it in the store new. And I said, "You know, you, you got that listed for like $45. It's a $25 case on Amazon." They're like, "Yeah, well we just list for that. We'll take 25." I'm like, "All right, done." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they, here's the thing when i owned a gun shop i used to buy most of the guns by the crate because yep. my friend used to make them into coffee tables that light up with the glass and everything mm. and and so i would buy you threw the away crate. the guns no i would sell them for like 75 bucks just because yeah. i just wanted the crate to give it the gun yeah. like i wanted to get rid of the guns like i didn't want to keep and now i'm looking back i'm like if i would have kept all those guns
1: Oh, there's so many guns like that. I mean, it's a good investment, even at, you know, 300 bucks for a mosin the gun because they're not going to get any cheaper. I mean, we've, no. we've gone through the reserves. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like SKSs. I have a lot of SKSs. And Jason, my cameraman, gives me a hard time because we're traveling. I'll walk by and I'll see a, a Chinese SKS. I'll pick it up, make sure the numbers match and everything's correct on it. And it's like two ninety nine. I take it. Why? Because it's a $550, $700 gun now. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I and guess. so I'll buy them and give them a good home because mm-hmm. you know, at that price they're, they're great little shooters, you know? So, but you don't find very many of those anymore either. Um, so I, you know, back when, you know, you're talking about doing 75 bucks for a Mosin, when I was a kid going to gun shows in the Holiday Inn Expo Center in Kansas, you know, we
2: could buy SKSs for $75. Oh my God. So they were just dirt cheap back then. Exactly. So, do you have a Mosin that's more accurate than like a minute of man? Because none of my Mosins are, are worth anything. It, it's a crap shoot
1: with the Mosins. Like I've, yeah. I've seen barrels cut down. Um, Eric, Iraq veteran, uh, you know, he's always modifying them and he showed mm-hmm. me a barrel that literally the bore was way off center. Like it, there was only, you know, just the tiniest amount of material on one side, mm-hmm. the bore was like drilled way off. So, I mean, it's a real crapshoot with <laughs> war production Mosins. It, it, and so you either get a good shooter or you get a you know bad shooter. If you can get an authentic PU sniper and, and not a faked one, but an authentic uh-huh. one, you know, they they checked those barrels and made sure they were going to be, you know, as accurate as a Mosin could be. But yeah. in general, no. I mean, they're minute of a man by far. That's, you know, but they're fun to shoot. They're big thumpers. Well, I like the M44. Well,
0: they mm-hmm. had to make so many of them so fast. Oh, yeah. They're cranking them out. Big but we were cranking
1: out-, out Garands and Carbines, and those things are still well-made, you know?
0: Yeah. Big shout-out to uh, Jordan Venro. He's the owner of JSD Supply, who sponsors this podcast. Outstanding. Uh, I don't know. Uh, JSD Supplies. they sell, like, more P80s than any other company in the country. They also make a a eighty percent P three twenty get, and mm-hmm. they make uh, slides and barrels and everything else. Patmos
3: slides. I'm waiting for somebody to make an eighty percent STG
1: forty four. I what's <laughs> the problem? ATF <laughs> is trying to put the kibosh on that. It's, yeah, uh, we're gonna to to see what this ruling does. It's gonna be horrible. I mean, yeah. I, what do they? Uh, I don't even want to think about it.
0: I'm I'm sure, I'm sure they. I'm sure they will. And after you do buy like a regular gun, you get to do pay for like 30 transfers. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It just, crazy. Well, that, that's,
2: that's going to be a disaster. So well, I 3d printed, sorry, I, I 3d printed a Glock bullpup, a G34 bullpup. Oh, I got something I could show. That's not a firearm. And so Jordan sent me parts for it to complete it, but they're they're going to make it. Uh, I guess Rob Pinkus is talking about uh, doing something so you have DRM on your three D printer so you can't print stuff. That's unbelievable. That would be bad. Well, it's that would it's be no, that would be no extremely bad. With,
1: it's no so different than what they did with the uh, with the the drones. When you first get the early drones, you could fly yep. them anywhere, and oh, now yep. every they're all updated. You got to get a license, and yep,
0: yeah, you got to beyond that. There's
1: no fly zones in altitude. Yeah,
0: the the CIA safe house safe house. That, that's that's yep. what that's what that's what set me off that there was something there. Um is I was, I'm I drive I fly drones and, and uh, it's I was geofenced. My, I was flying my little Mavic too, and it was like this is this is I was like, why can't it go over there? And I looked it up, it's geofenced around it, and that's not something that like you or I could do or even like Jeff Bezos can do. Yeah.
1: And, yep.
0: So I started doing research, and if I started doing my investigative stuff, started going through like shell company after shell company, and then one day I went back to continue my research, and it doesn't exist anymore. They removed it from the property records.
1: Yeah. What you ought to do is run up there and throw a rock at the fence. I guarantee <laughs> you, they have motion sensors. Let <laughs>
3: Hoffman do it. Start
1: throwing rocks. Oh, I'll do
3: it. Oh hell, I'll throw rocks at the house. <laughs> hey, hey, you in there
0: well, you, you really can't see the house From the road or anything Because they have A wood, like a heavily wooded wood line And then from up When I follow my drone I can see down And around the house There's like a 100 yard perimeter around the house And they do have a shooting range in the back <laughs> Well that's good Man, I'd be over there see all eye. the
3: time
1: <laughs> I'm just using your yeah. range and all this time, I thought the CIA their charter didn't allow them to operate within the United States. Silly me. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know who it is.
1: Yeah, it could be NSA. It could be anybody. I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's know.
1: probably Hunter Biden. It's probably Hunter Biden.
0: Yeah. <laughs> His crack hose. Yeah. It's not a small <laughs> house either, though. It's a it's a mansion.
1: Well, only the best. All right. I mean, you know. taxpayer dollars. I mean, it's just money. We'll print more. Yep. Yep. No problem with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is I mean we're because going we money can print so our way out of debt. We're going for money through money so fast that we can't even print it that, that fast. So now they're making like trillion dollar coins. We're talking Tim, about you know, it. Talking yep. about making trillion dollars. Did you coins.
2: work in the financial industry?
0: Who me? Yeah. No,
1: I worked in the advertising industry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that, was, that was what I did before YouTube.
0: What do you think about uh, NBC calling the Secret Service on gun companies that had <laughs> magazines that said, like, go Brandon and, and like, PSA. low receivers? Yeah. They did PSA. They did three different companies they called on. It, it's just unbelievable. I, it's I, so funny. Rich, they're gonna call the Secret Service on you now. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah, I, I even saw Let's go, Brandon shirts. I just came up with a, a new one. Uh, Never go full Brandon. I have to show you guys. It's pretty, that's a good one. I, yeah, I think it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. I saw that today. That's that's really good. Yeah, I uh, downloaded yeah. it and threw it on my site. No, I'm just joking. There you
1: go. Have at it. <laughs> no.
0: No. Yeah, we saw uh, on my um. On my uh, my little store here, we have two different versions of the Let's Go, Brandon. I'll show you one right here as I bring up the screen. We have this one. The Let's Go, Brandon <laughs> team. I <not> like
3: that. <laughs>
0: and uh, we have uh, this one right here. The Let's Go, Brandon and then we have the uh, let's go Brandon mug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this year I'll start calling it
1: the Brandon administration. <laughs> I I feel sorry for the for the NASCAR driver who will be forgotten from history. Yeah, man, I feel sorry for the for the uh the the commentator that just was trying to cover up the profanity in the background but i think they're saying let's go brandon i mean yeah her name will be lost to history as well and all we'll remember is let's go brandon
0: yeah he won't though biden won't remember no the
3: fact is is i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) there was some somebody posted a meme or something somewhere yesterday or something that said uh uh his wife is all pissed off cuz he he's starting to think his name is Brandon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> have,
1: have you seen the meme where has Have you Go seen ahead, the meme then. where where uh where where Biden and Obama are sitting there and Biden says, "Look, everybody wants to sleep with me." And Obama says, "It's not what it means." Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm using the clean version. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, there, yeah, there's another one of that is, uh, you know, he says, oh, this prostitute keeps following me around. It's like, she's your vice president, Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, Armour and Axis, thank you so much for the super chat. He says, hashtag, let's go, Brandon. Oh geez. I'm just oh. waiting for them to say that is a sign that you're a domestic terrorist.
1: Oh, it's coming. If it's not oh, yeah. happening.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I can, I can definitely see that happen. I mean, Are you
2: kidding me? YouTube is going voice to text And then scanning the text for let's go branded And sending it to the FBI and CIA What? Why wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, maybe
2: they yeah. would
3: yeah. I've been I've been on all those lists since there was You know before there was cell phones
2: You know I was yeah, on that list you. when I was
0: a kid <laughs> But the
2: ATF isn't scared of us They're scared of you
0: no, he's yeah. talking about the uh, vice, um, yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> local vice squad. The vice squad. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, 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 it's it's really hilarious, but uh, I don't know. I I sometimes I worry about the about about the future of the country because of sometimes stupid. Stuff. Well, a lot of the times. I mean, it's
1: it's beyond swirling the drain at this point. I mean, we're (laughs) flat out going down. I can't believe what one year is produced. I mean, good grief! You have not having a year calling, uh, writing letters to Merrick Garland, and 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 because of that letter, they send out you know the FBI, NSA, they you know unmarked cars following parents around and helicopters circling parent teacher meetings. It's like what in the world is this? This isn't America.
0: And this I all live in Loudon. Last year, I live in Loudon County, where all that's happening. Oh, wow, that's so what the, the like the ground zero of all that. That's where they sent the FBI in, and, and and they were talking about the domestic terrorist. Um, <laughs> in West Palm <laughs>
2: Beach, here, my wife goes to all those meetings, and she says there's more cops than people attending the meetings. Now like, where where do they get all the cops from?
0: Oh, what? Uh, they're probably all going to quit because of the COVID. <laughs> yeah now one of the things that uh terry mccauliffe did that he really screwed up in virginia is uh he was talking about how in northern virginia they lost a really good school board member and that was uh a bet Beth drafts who covered up for a rapist because he was transgender and also had a secret facebook group where they were trying to dox parents wow Jesus. i don't think she's too much of a good person she's a good she's a good democrat yeah yeah but i'm i'm glad that we had a good turnout all right all right well i think we might be done here um are you gonna go to the gundies this year
1: uh, me, I mean, I don't know. Where is it being held?
0: <laughs> drive tanks in Texas?
1: Really? You want to go I, uh, drive
0: tanks, shoot tank guns? Well, that, That's
1: where it was last year, yeah, right in the middle of a whole big mess. Um, I don't know. I haven't even gotten the invite, so we'll
0: see. Yeah, yeah I think you might be nominated or something. Maybe.
1: I, I, never, I never really um, you know, take part in the process, but the last two, the two Gundys, I, uh, I, I got awards. But I'd love to go down there. It's just, uh, we don't, I I'm done flying. I'm not going to play by the rules and, uh, oh, wow. I have to, I have to drive everywhere and that's a really, really long drive.
2: Ah, I've come made on, drive you're in the middle Texas of the country.
1: There's nothing middle about where I'm at when you're talking <laughs> about Texas. <laughs> and it, that is a 20 hour plus drive. That's two solid days of driving.
0: Yeah. Texas is really, really big. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm nominated for, um, what is it? Voice of the two A, I don't know. Two A voice, something like that. I Are they actually... holding
1: it? Are they holding it during Shot Show again?
0: Uh, no, it's gonna be at the end of February.
1: Well, it's, it's in Texas, so that's what i am saying? Because yeah, never mind. Because the first one was at Shot Show. That's I, I did make that one, but um, yeah, I'm definitely not going to Shot this year. I'm kind of done with them too. Yeah, huh. i I'm, I'm sick of the NSSF. At, last time I went, they had. Uh, billboards up where you know we report our own like had had a gun under and handcuffs and um it, it just it, it just angers me they they're just them and the NRA are just too close to each other
0: mhm yeah i was and not the you, truth i was not going to go to this shop but then um, i got scheduled to work the GOA table He's well the I mean, if you got a good
1: reason to go that'd be cool <laughs> yeah i I'd do i do that but um yeah i heard that Sig backed out And then uh, Mm -hmm. Glock was thinking about it,
3: but. Of the upcoming SHOT Show? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, those are pretty big big anchors. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, But what I thought was
1: interesting was Glock dropped, or I'm sorry, Sig dropped out, and then Vista took their spot immediately. Now, I know there's people that are in the basement that have been waiting for a slot for years. Yeah. So how does that work? (laughs) Uh Because you would think somebody who's been on the list for years to get a better spot, would have a crack at it. They could have subdivided it and gotten more companies up there instead of letting a massive organization come in and just take the spot. It's just another reason why I don't like an SSF.
3: It's it's all about the money.
1: Well, they don't give the little guys, the up and comers, the people that are innovating any, any space, they stick them off down in the basement. You know, they won't let them have any main floor space, even if they want to pay for it. And it just Mm kind of aggravates me. Last year I went, I spent more time downstairs. than I did upstairs. So
0: Yeah, um, Jordan Venro says he heard Colt pulled out. I've heard that as well. I don't know if that was public yet. Uh, It is now. It is now. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hey, UW Gears in here. What's up, brother? Good friend of mine.
0: Yeah.
1: You don't have any friends, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just ATF agents that, you know, wait in line. I, I we we have a really cool ATF examiner and um he's like a really really good dude and he watches the channel and stuff like that but um you know it's it's have, have had some pretty funny conversations yeah but you <laughs> needless did. to say I I'm, I'm well known throughout the organization <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good feeling you yeah, <laughs> Sean
2: you know John, you got to tell your story
0: Oh all right uh so I went over at a local gun show and uh, I went to talk to the ATF, so oh, I was boy. talking to them, um, and so they asked me what my name is, and I told them my full name, and then they said they weren't allowed to talk to me. <laughs> I had to contact the media department, and and then they left. So, I, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so I got a picture of me with a P eighty standing standing in the uh, ATF booth.
1: Oh my goodness. I, that's, that's bad. Uh, I'd say that's worse than anything I've ever had any dealings with the ATF, which isn't very many at all. But, um, I, one of the funniest things I've ever seen was when Karna Khan was still doing his stuff and he taped the braces to his shoulder and went up to the ATF booth. Cause they just, that, that was the year. What, what year was that? Was it eight? Wasn't it? It's was like 15. Wasn't 2015 when they, they came out and said the braces, you cannot be shouldered anymore. Something like that. It was that. right before it was right before SHOT Show. <laughs> So, literally, they threw a wet blanket on braces like the week of SHOT Show. And they, they released that letter saying, if you shoulder them, it's an, it's an SBR. The minute you touch it to your shoulder, then it becomes a pistol when you don't touch it. And so, Karnacon taped two braces to his shoulder <laughs> and went up to the ATF booth. <laughs> I, I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, uh, oh, it's hey, just content. All right, John, I know what we need to do. What's that? I'll get a booth at SHOT Show. If I can work it out and get the booth next to ATF again... And then I'll have you come and help me.
1: <laughs> there you go. And what you all and what you guys can do is like tattoo a lightning link on your arm, yeah. <laughs> perfect dimensionally. See if they cut it off. <laughs> put down so the machine. Gun. You can't.
2: You can't. Oh, you can't have a stencil. You not You have, you have like the little stencil. tattoos from like when you're a kid, and you just hand them out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, talk about Carnicon, <laughs> uh, DLD after dark, dark DLD originally stood for uh, dark light, dark like Dugan. Uh, Actually, Ash- oh, Dugan with Carnicon, I started the channel with uh, dark, and I got named light. Uh, but it's still going on. So dark uh, has a shirt that he sells with the lightning link on it. Oh, that's epic! And it says. And it says like semi automatic shirt or something like that. It's a
2: semi-auto key card. <laughs> semi-auto yeah. key card. That's right. I'm I'm gonna do a shirt that says full semi-auto
0: key card. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta get out of here. Um, we're running. <laughs> oh, late. and
2: Dark's hundredth episodes tonight. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'll on be a there. Bit later. Yeah. All right. So let's go take uh, a nap. Yeah, let's go say bye to everyone. Uh we'll start out with you, Tim and Tim. You yeah. have to you have to plug a YouTube channel other than your own, as well as you can plug your own. But what we do, we we make everyone plug a YouTube channel. It doesn't have to be gun related; it can be any yeah. type of one. I
1: only plug, plug gun mine,
0: movie. and I'll plug yours.
1: Well, oh, we can't do that. We're already getting plugged <laughs> because we're on the live stream. <laughs> There's a guy out there that um he goes by Big Shooterist, and he has some of the most amazing content he's written for. Um, small arms review and one of the most knowledgeable people I know in the industry. So check out big Shooterist on, on YouTube. He's a a really, really good dude and and underrated.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of uh, people out there that are underrated. That's why we started this like little shout out thing to, you know,
2: to give some people
0: some light. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone knows where they can find you at military arms channel. One of the biggest gun channels on YouTube. All right, let's go to the Hoff. Hi. Uh,
3: let me see. The channel I want to shout out is uh, Duelist nineteen fifty fifty-four. Nineteen 19- Yes. Yeah. He's got a great channel. All black powder stuff, or mostly black powder stuff. Uh, he's funny.
0: He's like Good me, dude. but older and black powder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I,
0: like I like his hair. content too. And yeah. BWE Firearms. Yep. On all social media all right rich and i gave you the last one before me because tonight's uh your last show wow, oh, wow. am i getting fired is this i'm oh, finding it on air what the heck no for a while
2: uh, <laughs> i'm going into early retirement so uh flying rich.com youtube.com flying rich utreon.com slash c slash flying and patreon.com slash flying and I'm gonna pimp uh Night Strike, who's in the chat.
0: Nice, I think we already did them, but that's fine.
2: You can do them as much as you want,
0: okay? Um, you know, you can follow me here, drunk a move, whatever. Uh, and but definitely check out uh Will and Ben on YouTube. Will and Ben, they have uh. About a couple thousand subscribers and their content is really, like, really high value. They do like long blog, blogs and stuff like that. It's a, it's a, it's a really cool channel. So yeah, it's like production quality. But oh wow. They only have a couple thousand. They do like uh, advertising in the gun world, basically. Um, not like influencers. They actually represent like different companies. Have you ever wanted to see what the behind the scenes of that is going is, like what, it, what that's like you can do watch it over there. Alright. Um, hey Rich, since this is your last show, I got something to tell you.
2: Is that where you dropped me out? Of
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> At least you knew it was coming this time. He's it took you long enough most, to figure it out. Most of the time he's like, what? What?
2: Maybe because I'm a trusting individual, but you're trading me against that.
0: All right. All right, guys. See you later. And remember.